page you got this thing? 
come to the part of her man. Amen. One preacher, he said, he made the time and the place where he was going to die, he'd never be here, he'd never be on time. Praise the Lord. That head with the home sound like wasn't too near for him. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right, everybody, let's see what we've got for Sunday school lesson this morning. Push you forward and hold you up. 
come on, keep your faith, come on, keep going. Uh, sometimes they say you were going to think. But let's get started in our lesson. Everybody pretty much knows the book of Job, the story of Job. Maybe we can be on a few things that you might just see a little loud, shed a little loud too. Got some comments, statements, and stuff you want to make. Feel free, this is Sunday school. Just maybe read that one, two, and three portion. There was a great man in the land of Uz whose name was Job. And that man was perfect and upright, and one that feared God and eschewed evil. And there were born unto him seven sons and three daughters. His substance also was seven thousand sheep and three thousand camels and five hundred goats of oxen and five hundred she asses in a very great household, so that this man was the greatest of all men of the east. Now, the next verse of scripture, verse 8 on page 47, four, five, six, seven. But it said that, that, that the sons of Job, the daughters, they were feasting and eating and drinking and having a party. I guess what you want to say. But verse 5 says, when the feasting days were gone, Job rose up early to sanctify and burn offerings for his sons and daughters that they might have sinned and cursed God in their heart. And God appreciated Job now. You know why? Job thus did Job continuously. Job honored God and looked at God continually. You know how God keeps an eye on you through your relationship with you. That's how he looks at you. That's how his eye stays on you. Is how your relationship is with him. Somebody said, well, I want God to do this, and I want God to do that. And God, you're going to do this now. And God, I've got to have it like this. What you doing? <laughs> yeah, what you doing? Telling God what his will is? We've got to look at God for God for who he is. I'm going to tell you something, folks. This is a pretty stiff story when it comes to all the suffering that Job did. Lost seven sons, three daughters, not count land in their houses, and, and possessions, he lost his herds and his flocks. And he gives you right there his substance was seven thousand. That was his wealth. His, his livestock, his cannons, lost. He, he lost his wealth. I mean, he probably had some money, gold, silver, whatever. But that was his wealth, and he lost all that. But let's go on. Let's read page nine again. And the Lord said unto And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man, 
one that fears God and and she was able. Then Saint asked the Lord and said, Doeth Judge fear God for for not has not thou made a hedge about him and about his house and about all that he hath on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. Now, it says the Lord said in the Satan, it might be kind of fun by Satan. Perfect, upright man. 
is based on God. You think my day's walk is according to God. He rose up early in the morning. I was too busy. I can't rise up there early like that. Call on the Lord. Amen. David said, I need him more food. David, what was the case? I need him more of my daily food. That's pretty good. Don't want you to be where you're at. 
A lot of times I think folks are careless. You're right where God wants you at. You ain't living too high above and you ain't living too low. You're right there with God. God said it in a narrow way. You got a little cushion there. You got a little cushion. That's a narrow way. There's a few things you know that, that you can kind of squeeze in there with you. But then ain't no broad street to serve God. Amen. When I, when I get up, I like to talk about things I do for the Lord. I like to talk about things I do to give the Lord the recognition. Which when I quit calling the name of the Lord when I talk to the testify, then you say, well, that Brother Darrell will be good with Brother Darrell. Well, I won't be here this morning if it was for the Lord. I tell you, we, we count our blessings. You spoke the Bible said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Well, you've been redeemed of the Lord. You care what God's done for you. Amen. It looks like God had done a lot for Job. These people know where he was at. They didn't have pleading at the devil. It was a little help from Satan. Boy, they'd be rich and wealthy herself. They were the Chaldeans and the Sidians and everything else that come in there taking this stuff. They probably got enough that they were rich herself. You know what the devil wants to do with you? Make a profit off of you. He wants to come in and consume your blessings. Make your Same day, what about an hour or two later, the man 
put it there like that so you can see exactly where the devil's mind's at. God did it. I'm going to swing at God. He's going to give the devil permission to do it. He's going to wait and ask for permission to do it. Huh? Sometimes you look at the wrong, wrong spot, the wrong area. And then God allows things to happen. And sometimes I know suffering is intense. It breathes it, it, your heart deeply. Especially in an ongoing situation. Well, I get out there and get the hustle now. My heart gets down. I've got to find some more to sit down. My heart rate gets up too high. I've got to quit. I need to take a break. Start back in about 15 minutes. And then I try not to go as far as fast as I was doing before. You, you got limitations when it comes to health and that type of thing to suffer. But you have to keep looking for the Lord. You can't lose your integrity with God. You can't lose your position with the Lord. Keep holding on to the Lord. Turn in the Bible to chapter 38. Let me show you something chapter 38 because I was talking on that subject right here. Chapter 38. <coughs> I think you guys are sincere about serving God. Chapter 42. Now the Lord answered 
Job out of the whirlwind. Now I want you to look at what Job answered the Lord. Now I want you to get this here now. Then Job answered the Lord and said, I know that thou canst do everything. Lord, I want to be able to do everything. You want God's place. You want God's place. Lord, I want to be able to do everything. Everything that comes to my mind, everything that comes to my heart. That ain't what God got you here for. God's got you for here for his purpose everything he's got in mind for you to do, for me to do. I know that thou can do everything and that no thought can be whole for you. Who is he that hides counsel without knowledge? Therefore I have uttered that I understood not. Things too wonderful for me which I do not. Lord, I have uttered things that I could not, I could not even understand. Lord, forgive me. Uh, I believe Job is asking for forgiveness. Things too wonderful for me. That, problems don't get too big for God. You're right in the center of the problem. God knows where you're at. Things that I do not. For I beseech thee and I will speak. I will demand thee and declare thou unto me. I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear, but now my eyes see thee. I'm starting to get a hold to it now. It's coming to me. I've been beseeching thee, and I've been demanding of thee, and now thou hast declared thou unto me. I've heard from thee, Lord. I asked in ignorance, but I found out some knowledge. I asked in arrogance, but I found out humility. Humbleness. Is anybody listening? Lord, I, I asked in ignorance and I found out some knowledge and understanding. I, I, I come to you, Lord, in arrogance and I realize I've got to do it with humility and humbleness. Is anybody saying amen? My joke has some intense grief now. He had to sit down and shake the bowl, strike the bowl in the soul, shake the head. And he sat upon the earth. Lord, I want to do that one day. I want to get out there and just sit down in the yard right next to the burned pile and just cover myself with ashes and just sit there and pray for about seven days to talk to the Lord. Y'all come and get around and with me, sit down with me. Praise the Lord. You come out here from him. You come out here from God. Amen. God come by. Praise the Lord. God come by there. Job doesn't hurt from him. He said, I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear. You want to hear from God. Praise the Lord. But now my eyes see it. You want to see God. Wherefore I part myself, I never found out to myself enough. And repent in dust and ashes. Praise the Lord. Now just went through some intense, intense grief, some, some intense, intense heartache, 
something deep depressed state of mind, I know. But get them to realize that saying curse the day I was born and that type of thing didn't help the situation though. When it should have been praying out to God with that humble heart to start with. I tell you, I believe when it's all said and done, that Job was even a more perfect man than he was before. Now, when you get down to the intense suffering like this here, you like to have this to repent too. I don't know how perfect you might be that way you and God. I know I've come a long way together. But when it comes to suffering like Job did, and there's some of us to suffer, you have to realize sometimes, Lord, please forgive me. Lord, I'm sorry. Just, just, just say, Lord, I, 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 I've learned. I know better. I went through some things, and I praise you, thank you for carrying me through it. You made me a better saint. You made me a better Christian. Look at the people around. Look at the people around Judge. If you read the rest of this chapter 42, he had old acquaintances that come. They brought him gold and silver. They gave him gifts and they come and eat and they had to drink and marry, brought food, come together, and, and he was in, he was blessed more than he was in the, in the beginning. And it said that Job, if you look at verse 16, Job lived another 140 years after this happened. He must have lived somewhere after 200 years ago. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, God did. He could have reversed it. But now, He'll show His compassion and His consideration at this time. You'll be blessed more in the end than you will be in the beginning if you hold on to God. You got to hold on to your relationship with God, your integrity with God. Hold on to the dearest thing you got. That's Jesus. Look at verse 7, chapter 42 and verse 7. And it was so that after the Lord had spoken these words to Job, the Lord said unto Eliphaz, the Timonite, My wrath is kindled against thee and against thy two friends, for ye have not spoken of me the things that is right as my servant Job. Now Job didn't speak right all the time about himself. First day I was born, why didn't you just kill me in my mother's womb? You read the story. Now, he never spoke against God, now, curse God. He said, You have not spoken of things that are right. Praise the Lord. Let's keep a right conversation when it comes to God. Uh, you say, God ain't never heard of that. He's a million miles from here. Oh,
Talks about it two or three months before it gets here. Yes, Thank you. 
feel like I didn't have any business carrying it back home with me. I like to put a little bit of change in there. And bring it to the attention, leave it with the Lord. I sure don't want to carry it back. All right. Come on, sing us a song, Sister Amy, for you.
system, they had this week has been one of those weeks. I've had trouble on the job, I've had trouble sleeping, I've had trouble this, I've had trouble that. You know, but Sammy, it's like that sometimes. It's like everywhere you turn, no matter what you do, it's just, you know. And I, I had a, a lady who, me and her, I've known her for years, and then she just completely turned against me, and I was like, oh my goodness. What's going on? You know, but like Dave was talking to Alyssa, you know, just like Joe, you sometimes friends turn against you, sometimes people leave But like Grandma was talking about, there's a dearest friend. Always be there, Brother Sandy. No matter who turns against you, no matter who don't like what you got to say or what you got to do, you know, because you got to do things for Christ, you have to keep going on, no matter who likes it or who don't like it. But you know, the Lord's, I, I appreciate the Lord always being with us and sticking by us right. just when we need it, you know. Right. But if you have your Bibles, turn right. with me to Psalms, chapter 22, and start with verse 1. I know it's kind of been a little bit quiet this morning, but uh, y'all help me to be as you can and pray for me that Lord give me what to say and what to do. That's Psalms, chapter 22, starting with verse 1. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me and from the words of my roaring? O my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not. And in the night season, I am not silent. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. Now, if you will, turn over to Matthew, chapter 27, and verse 46. That's Matthew, chapter 27, and verse 46. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, la masbachthanai. That is to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? <clears throat> I was studying a little bit this morning in my Bible for the same, as you do. Get ready for the message. And um, the Lord kind of Laid on a solid part of place. You know, we know what a place is. The place is a dwelling, somewhere you go to. You know, I go to my place of business. I go to the place where I live. I'm going to this place. I'm going to that place. It's a, yeah. it's a place. You know, a place is a place. Everybody, we know what a place is. It's a dwelling where something is, where something's at. You know, where you're going to, where you've been, where you live. Things like that. It's a place. Yeah. But, you know, Brother Sammy, it was in, when Jesus was on the cross, he was in a bad place. Yeah. You know, meta, you can use it metaphorically, Sister um, Ethel, that's a bad place to be. That's a bad way to be. He was in a bad place. He was on that cross, and he'd taken all the sin of the whole wide world, and the Lord, God couldn't look on him. God couldn't look on him. He turned his back to him. And that's when Jesus asked him, said, why have you forsaken me in this place? Here I am on this cross doing 
the will of God, and you've forsaken me. But God couldn't look on him because there was so much sin. Brother Samuel, when we have sin in our life, the Lord, there's no relationship. You can't have a, that's why I don't believe a sinner can pray to God other than a sinner's prayer because there is no relationship. That connection is severed. And until that relationship, the Lord is repaired through the sinner's prayer, there's not a one direct way to God. You can't call heaven if I'm on the main line. Because you ain't got, you don't know the number. You know, you don't know the number. If you don't know the number, if you don't know my number, then you can't call me. Because just as soon as you ask me for my number, I give it to you. We've got a relationship. But Jesus was in a bad place, and the Lord couldn't look on him. And then David, well, the same day he found himself in a bad place. Sister Lisa, he said, Lord, he said, I feel like you've left me. I feel like you've forsaken me. He said, but I know where you live. He said, I know where you inhabit. Where an inhabit means that's a place to live. That's a place where somebody dwells. That's a place where they're at. If I go, if I need to hunt you down, Brother Tony, I can go where you live and most likely find you. And that's what David said. He said, I know where the Lord lives. He lives in the praise. Yeah, I'm saying that. I'm going to tell you something, okay? He said, I know where he's at, but I'm in a bad place, and I just don't know how to get to that other place. He said, I just can't figure out, Sister Ethel, how I need to get from here in this bad place where I feel like God's forsaken me, where I'm not feeling him, and get over there to that good place where I know that he is. Yeah, let me tell you what it done. You know, when Noah stepped off the ark, Brother Sam, the first thing he did when he stepped off the ark, he didn't go scout it out and see if there was anything dangerous around. He didn't go building a house. He didn't go building something over here, a bed to sleep in. He didn't go try to find food. He didn't go try to find water. He didn't try to get Family offered the animals off. The first thing he done was build an altar. He said, Because right here is where I'm going to praise him. And right here is where I'm going to pray to him. And I don't know what's out there. I don't know what's going on. But the first thing I'm going to do is make this a place where God can have it. I'm tired of being at that God forsaken place where I can't feel it. I want to be somewhere where I can feel it. I'm going to get in a place. 
I went straight to the Lord. And then not too long later, he said, I called you to preach. The devil don't fight me with being a preacher. He don't fight me, sister. Lisa, because I know that I know that I know I got it for myself. When I'm walking through that line of hot desert, when they get up and they walk out on me, Tomorrow, I always tell me, she said, 
There's days when you don't feel like getting up and going to work. But you know what? That bill collector is going to come once a month. And whether you felt like going to work or not, he's going to always come to get in bills. So whether you, there's times I don't feel like it. And I know I'm young. I'm, I'm 22. I haven't got a whole lot of problems, you know. But there's times when I don't feel like going to work. There's times when I got three or four things do that day, and I don't, there ain't enough hours in the day. There just ain't enough, ain't enough hours. And I just get all I did out of proportion and, and messed up, and it just, but you gotta do what you gotta do. And one thing you got to do is make it. You got to do that. Above all else, you got to do that. Now, I appreciate the Lord. Well, I certainly appreciate y'all. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate the words.